but one of our our methods is aspire to inspire, right? So aspire to inspire is share your journey because you don't know who you're going to help along the way. And when you do share a part of your journey, you end up helping yourself as well, right? Because you might feel as though, you know, what are people going to think of me? Or, you know, if I start talking about myself, I feel a little bit weird, but every single person that I've encouraged to, you know, either share their transformation or share their, their health journey with us, they've all come back and said, wow, I'm so glad that you told me to share that because I had this person reach out. Now, now I've inspired, you know, this person to, to start on their fitness goals. Like it really is, but they do see all the other women sharing their journey too. So it, again, just that community gives them the confidence to, to get out there a little bit more and and share. Creating courses and programs for your brand can be a massive undertaking, which could take years. The guests on your greatest work podcast have poured their heart, their soul, their finances into creating amazing products for their business with the intention of reaching more people, generating more income, spending less time while generating that income and achieving success in all of its forms. Let's welcome today's guest as we discuss their challenges, joys, and ambitions to transform lives with their learning offer. You can't generate passive income with integrity until your offer is truly transformational and you can prove that it gets results for your clients. Clients are done with crummy courses and we're gonna talk about how to make your greatest work. I'm your host, Manya Horner. Some traits which were formerly a negative in my life, such as attention to detail, out-of-the-box thinking, yearning to do things differently, and dreaming bigger than anyone around me, these used to be my shame, but now they're my greatest asset. Prepare for an intelligent conversation with people who are open for feedback and exercising humility as they continue in this pursuit of lifelong learning. Grab a notebook and capture some strategies that you can implement right away in the next iteration of your course. Hi, Jenny. Thanks so much for being on my podcast. This is a dream come true. You know, you and I have known each other since 2014, when after the birth of my second daughter, I reached out to you because I just saw the incredible transformations you got for your fitness clients. And I really resonated with the lifestyle that you were talking about and that it's, it is a lifestyle and you have just, I don't even know how many women's lives you've touched over the course of your career. I'm sure it's thousands, but it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, everybody please welcome Jennifer Van Barneveld pay to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Manya. I'm really excited to chat with you today and I'm I'm pumped for you. Like you yeah, started this you. new business and I've been following your journey and it's just so nice to sit down and chat with you all, all business things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we've never actually done this. We've never talked about business, um, even though, you know, our worlds sort of overlap in ways, but we have yet to kind of get into this space and and talk about business. But I think what you are so special at doing is you set a great example and you live this lifestyle of um, correct and continue. If you've made any mistakes, keep moving forward. It doesn't define you. Um, consistency is key. You know, plan to fail. Uh, sorry, fail to plan, fail to plan. plan to fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got these taglines that you just have always um, embedded into all of your content. And it's very encouraging. And you really know how to address mindset and make things um, feel really 
workable for people. So you're very special in that sense. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know what? Like these little sayings I say to myself all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not just when you're starting your fitness journey, it's like everything in life, every goal that you have, you know, that it's, it's helpful. (laughs) I started my own podcast basically just to talk to myself too, because we all need the reminder sometimes. Right. But yeah, but I appreciate you. And, and I, uh, I had so much fun working with you after your your uh what was it your second it was my it the second, second yeah second it was my daughter. second yeah. Gemma that was back in 2014 wow. already yeah. and um you know I've had my third since and I'm really ready to get back into you know more regular fitness at yeah. home which is new mm-hmm. for me to set up a home gym um as just you know times have changed and I'm home and it's just easier to be here for that um yeah. for that carving that time out rather than always running away to a gym for me anyways Absolutely. You can get it done in like 40 minutes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. So, but it's really stuck with me. So can you introduce um, some of the incredible things that you've been able to produce till now? I mean, recently you're now yeah. president of a, a magazine, which I buy. I love it. So tell us about Yay. what you're actually doing and how people can find you and work with you. Sure. Sure. So I've been helping women live more confidently in their bodies for over 15 years now. I own Team Strong Girls. And recently, well, it's been a year now, I became the president of Strong Fitness Magazine. We're sort of blending both worlds together, which has been fun. We can probably get into that a little later. (laughs) And um, yeah, and I've recently, I don't know if you know this, but I've recently made the shift in helping more entrepreneurs. So I feel like when you evolve and when you grow and your business starts to evolve, you attract new people who you align yourself with. Yeah. So I made the switch to help more entrepreneurs, more thought leaders get fit, gain strength, confidence, and feel empowered in their bodies. Um, you know, so they can still live like a full life, right? They get, many of them are moms and entrepreneurs, and we need energy. <laughs> we need energy. We need lasting energy. We need to feel good. So, um, that's sort of my shift recently. And, uh, my husband and I just recently started our strong certification program. So it's called strong formula. And we now teach trainers on how to take their clients through a successful body transformation. So we are in the sixth module now, and it's a 12 week program and it's been really great. We have 31 trainers in that program. So that's sort of like my involvement this year. I've been sort of changing it up, which is, which has been nice. Right. And to be honest, that's so exciting for me to see just as I watch your career and your evolution of the business, because, um, I see, you know, other fitness people, you know, the industry's big and you see stuff they're doing, you know, it's not well aligned, you know, it's not healthy for women. It's not really helping them feel better in their body. It's, hardly giving them the energy, very short term. So I think it's mm-hmm. just amazing to see you changing the industry kind of from the top down by influencing coaches and other trainers and teaching them how to be effective. I think it's so refreshing to see that. And I'm really glad to see that evolution for you in your business. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, it's it's been challenging too, of course, you know, like you you get so used to doing what you're doing, but you know it's maybe not the right thing anymore. Like you, you need to expand in some way, right? Like we always evolve, like I was saying. So, you know, when I just like, I I do dream sessions where I actually sit down and I dream for an hour and I don't like, I just sit there and I just have no kids around, you know, make sure the kids are gone. I make sure that I'm just in this silent room. And it just, I kept on getting this 
like something that was coming up that I needed to spread the strong girls mission worldwide. And I'm only one person, right? So the only way to actually do that is teach other coaches so they can teach other women and that's how it grows. And so, um, we started and, and it's going so well so far, (laughs) but, um, I'm, I'm so excited to continue with this and keep growing it. Right. So let's go back to sort of like the core offer of your business, which is Mm -hmm. the membership, I suppose you probably are, are calling it, but it's really customized as well, right? Because people can work with your fitness coaches, your ambassadors of the brand, and they have full programs that are for their fitness routines. They've got nutrition plans, et cetera. So that's been the core of your business. So how did you kind of initially scale that? Because that's where a lot of my listeners are stuck. They're still Mm -hmm. stuck kind of running these group programs themselves. They're putting so much of their own time into um, working with clients on, on their own success. So how did you kind of get it to a level where you could take a step back and dream and be like, okay, what's even next for our business? Absolutely. Yeah. So it was definitely a process. I mean, I, I, at one point I had about 200 one-on-one clients and I was going crazy. I mean, Vince, my husband always helped, like he always did the back end stuff. Um, but I got to the point where it was like, you can't, I can't physically take on any more people. And, um, the way I had set up the business wasn't so much group coaching. So I was really coaching everybody individually through email and through our app, uh, which was doable. But once I started to realize I did need to actually train some coaches that, you know, fell under my brand. So I basically, and I went through a few coaches cause that's a hard, it's a hard process to actually train somebody to do what you do. And back then I had Jackson I was a new mom and I was just like, okay, like, I think I can just go as I, I can train her as I go. Right. Which, you know, had its ups and downs, of course. Um, I, I had a few coaches that were not super ready yet, but then I did find a really great coach. Her name's Jacqueline Phillips. She's been with me for oh, like two and a half years now. She's awesome. She has over a hundred clients on her, on her own. Um, and then from there we've, we've hired some other coaches as well, which she helps me train. Um, and right. That helps so much. And you do need to try it a few times first to see like, what's your system going to be. Um, and it's all of that, that keeps adding up. If you're good at reflecting and writing down and documenting what's working. Yeah. And that's the thing I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so now when Vince and I've developed this, this strong formula course, it was like basically going back to what I wish Jacqueline knew <laughs> beforehand, like what, what I taught her over the last two years. And I put it into this, um, this, you know, 12 week program. And so now we finally did it, but it did take some time. I mean, now there's just so much more information, like course creators like yourself, like that wasn't available back then, or at least I didn't know. Um, I'm talking like about six years ago, right? Exactly. And like, we were all still kind of buried in academics. We were kind of buried in big corporate and doing this for the big corporate companies, but it wasn't really, it hadn't really trickled down to entrepreneurs yet. Um, I mean, it's really booming now and it's, that's bringing other issues in the industry, which I don't want to get too into right now, but, um, it's great. It's great that you now have all that kind of under your belt to be able to go back and use that real information to create this new certification program. So 
do you still, so I'm trying to think of what my next question is, because there's a lot floating around my head, but when it, what kind of mindset did you have to overcome to let go of some of that control to be able to hire people to deliver the same quality of client experience that you wanted and that your reputation really lived on. I think that's a very interesting thing because there's I've got clients, there's people listening that are at the point where they're ready. They need to be ready. It's now just flipping a switch in their head um, to give up some of that control. So what did that feel like for you in that journey? You know what? It was again, it was a process and it was a lot of like I work with my husband, Vince, right? So we we did a lot of talking and it was like, what are we unhappy with? We're unhappy because we're working so long. You know, once we had Logan, now we're, you know how it is with two kids, <laughs> three kids, you have three kids, but it was like, you want to have time for them. So that moved up in our priority list. Like we moved that up and it was just a lot of talking things out and being like, well, you know what? We can't do these things. We can't have family vacations. We can't have weekends with our family if we don't trust and and let go of all the little things that we're doing that can totally be taken over. It's just that mind shift. And sometimes you just have to be in that position where you're fed up a little bit, like of, of, of overworking, right? Um, so, and it's finding the right people. It really is. And it's for us, we sourced out our a business coach that basically helped us a lot with finding the right people. Um, you know, we we have um, amazing VAs now. We we have um, somebody who takes care of everything, like on our website. Like they all work together, and we basically make lists of what we we don't want to do anymore. Um, and also timestamp. This is a big one. I timestamped my entire day. So even those like little tasks that you just would normally do, when you write it down in a timestamp and realize how many of those little tasks that you're doing throughout the day and how much time they're actually taking you, when you could be spending your zone of genius on your zone of gen- genius, right? It's just is really figuring out that and and who can take over the things that you don't really need to do anymore. And it, yeah, it is. It is letting go. It's being okay with letting go. But then it's like a muscle when those things end up happening still and you're not doing them, then you're like, wow. And you have more confidence in your team to even take on more off your plate. Yeah. It's so exciting to be able to get there in your business. And I also think it's interesting to be able to recognize that you're still getting to teach people. If you love to teach and you love to relay this information, I kind of advise like you're not necessarily teaching your end user, but now you're teaching your teachers or you're t- you're training your coaches and you're coaching your coaches. And so you still get to have that interaction and stay close to the quality. But you've become a manager now. <laughs> you know, you're not you're not being the direct deliver and and sometimes in our own businesses we forget that we're a real business and we can operate like a big business. We don't have to stay small if we don't want to. We can grow and so we have to draw from the growth strategies that bigger businesses use. Very cool. Um did you also find some of your um coaches from people who were internal? Like how did you in, embed that culture? that was you, that was your brand, that was the language you used and you know your ways of speaking with clients. How did you transfer that culture to your coaches? Mm, good question. Yeah. So some of my coaches are 
they've gone through their strong girls lifestyle. They've been with me for a really long time. You know, uh, coach Jordana, you, you, you know her well. Um, she's been a strong girl for over five years now. And she just embodied everything that we were about. And so I didn't know I was going to hire her as a coach, but I knew she did want to start helping others. So I just, I laid out sort of a path with her, like, like take this course, take that course. And she did it on her own time. Uh, And then, you know, she really wanted to quit her nine to five job and she ended up doing that. And and originally when she did that, she was just going to go all in on, um, you know, she was going to be become an eating psychologist coach and, and launch her own thing. But as we started talking, I realized she really lives and breathes a strong girl's lifestyle. Like she really does everything. And just the way she talked, just the way she marketed and presented herself. I was like, do you want to be a strong girl's coach? And she's like, I would absolutely love it because she literally lived and breathed it. I knew that this was going to be the right fit for her. And, you know, fast forward to now, she's, she's, she's making the same amount as she was in her big corporate job. And it's only been about six months. So she's been doing awesome. I mean, but yes, to answer to your question, I do look for people that really stand out in our group because I feel like those are the best people, (laughs) you know, they, yeah. Well, it's true. Like, cause in it, you want to go for, you know, finding people and I, and I've given this recommendation. It's like finding people can come from inside your student base. The ones that love it have gotten incredible results are already ambassadors. Like those are the, you don't have to go shopping everywhere else. You can find great team within your community already. Um, and so that's interesting. It's just like recognizing that talent and the people that have the right messaging and are already embedded in the culture. Super cool. So now you're in the space of going, okay, we want to bring more coaches in, not necessarily under the umbrella, but we want to train more people with the strong formula and how to do this, which I think is so great. So tell us a bit more about this program. What are you seeing as being super impactful with getting people the results that you want for them? What's working really well right now? And you're only halfway through your program. So is there anything that you're like, oh, this is working. We think this is great. Yeah, I really... um, So number one, it's community. And I've always been about community from day one. Um, But we have launched this program as a group coaching program, program because everybody is, you know, sort of the same level. Some people are a little bit more ahead. Some people already have about 20 clients or so. And then some people are just starting. But what I found is the community and, you know, asking questions at the end and everybody feeling as though they're supported within our group. Because a lot of people don't start because they're just waiting to feel confident to start. Right. And nobody's ever going to feel confident enough to start. You just got to start. And that's how that's what's really going to start building your confidence over time. So when we're in a group setting and you know we, we've just gone through the nutrition so far, so it's just been teaching our methods on how we coach nutrition first. So we haven't even really gotten into like the marketing side of it, which is near the end. Um, so just talking about what we've done so far, it really has been community and people feeling confident to ask questions and that really realizing that everybody is in the same boat. Everybody feels the same imposter syndrome. Everybody feels that. And that's what's helping them get over it and actually like present themselves more like on their social media platforms and, and actually 
you know, taking on clients as guinea pigs. You know, a lot of them were so scared to do that before. And we've said, just do it. We're here. If you need, if you have any questions, ask yeah, Vince or I. Like an incredible source. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's just that confidence piece that they were missing, and and that and the group and the communities really brought that out, which is really nice to see. That's so, and um, I'm glad you brought up community as being number one because you do an incredible job of building community and that's not easy. So is that just an innate thing that you have or have you boiled it down to some sort of a a secret sauce? Like how do you make people feel so included and so safe? Because I've never seen a more positive community online as the strong girls. Like there's often like infighting or bickering or weird comments, but it really doesn't exist in the strong girls. Yeah. So yeah. how have you how have you been able to create that? Do you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> That's a really good question. And I've had to really dig deep because I've I've gotten this question before. And it, you know, I feel like as women and or when we start off as girls, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's almost like we're we're taught to compete against each other, you know. Um I was in competitive dance and, you know, I had an amazing team, but we also competed against each other a lot of the times, you know, and, and, and then also just people growing up, you know, either being jealous or not treating me nicely. And then, you know, that just spirals. And so I never wanted to have, like, I always wanted to create something where that didn't happen, you know, like, where if, yeah, and like everybody was just supporting one another. And, you know, um, uh, photo shoots, we will always celebrate with a photo shoot. You know that that's part of like the Strong Girls lifestyle. You, you came in when we were first starting the photo shoot when Vince was actually shooting them, my husband. And it's just such a fun part of the journey. Like, I, I, I believe that women don't celebrate themselves enough. And so, in my past experience, it was like, if I ever did a photo shoot, I would sort of get looked down upon with other women, but now we're doing this and we're all supporting one another and we're all doing it together. Like it's, I feel like that shift and just that support and, and treating everybody with kindness, um, just paying that forward. And then I don't know, like it's, it's just, it sort of take, it's, it, it took on its own, its own journey, you know, like a, a so many women have their own friendships in that group, as you, as you probably see. And, um, we just really believe in building each other up. Yeah. And it's a place where people come when they're feeling maybe a bit low, Mm -hmm. um, when they feel like, you know, maybe they've messed up for themselves or, and, and everybody responds. There's a lot of commenting, a lot of engagement. People really respond to support each other. Like we've been there and and everyone's rallied around something really similar, which is, feeling more energetic and feeling better and eating better and moving their body and loving themselves, um, you know, despite whatever past they've had. So yeah, it's interesting to be able to take these elements and, you know, for people to embed them or bring them into some of, some of their own membership sites and communities, because if you can create that, you'll get people much more aligned um, towards a common goal, which includes each other. Yeah. And, and, and you know this, but one of our, our methods is aspire to inspire, right? So aspire to inspire is share your journey. 
because you don't know who you're going to help along the way. And when you do share a part of your journey, you end up helping yourself as well, right? Because you might feel as though, you know, what are people going to think of me? Or, you know, if I start talking about myself, I feel a little bit weird. But every single person that I've encouraged to, you know, either share their transformation or share their their health journey with us, they've all come back and said, wow, I'm so glad that you told me to share that because I had this person reach out. Now, now I've inspired, you know, this person to to start on their fitness goals. Like it really is um an amazing thing. And so the private community that I have, they feel a little bit more co- confident to share it there because it's not open to the public. But they do see all the other women sharing their journey too. So it, again, just that community gives them the confidence to, to get out there a little bit more and, yeah. and share. I want to pinpoint what, one other thing that I think is also reason why the community aspect is so strong and why people engage for such a long period of time. And I think one of the hardest parts for individuals when they're joining a group coach or um, a program or a digital course is, is there's too much content. Like the whole journey just feels too big and it becomes unmanageable. So I think what you know, you've done well is you have boiled success down into some kind of just critical and simple factors, you know, make your food, um, eat according to, you know, um, a clear plan and plan to move your body, get rid of some of the obstacles. And you just keep like the messaging really simple. And so you don't have to try to become, you know, um, something that something super hard at the beginning. It's like, let's just take these small steps each day and just build new habits. Okay. That's what it is. It's you teach people how to build habits for themselves and structure that into their everyday life. And that's where change comes. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, it's, it's a forever evolving process. Cause at the beginning, um, I just sort of gave everything at once. Right. And I started to realize that really overwhelms people. So I've broken everything down into like two weeks, you know, so I don't even, I'll start like, let's say I've, I've planned out your nutrition program. I figured out your like caloric deficit, if that's what you wanted, if you wanted to lose weight and then I'll give you maybe a breakfast recipe, but I'm not going to throw you all the recipes at once because meanwhile, you're like a lot of people will look at their meal plan and then they have like a hundred recipes to choose from. They're like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. Right. So it's really you're, you're totally right. It's dripping out the success path in along the way. So it's easily digestible and they can start forming more habits over time and not everything at once. Yeah. Cause the biggest failure for membership sites is too much, mm-hmm. it's too much content. And yeah, if you get in there and all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, like it's just way too overwhelming. And you know, there's some ways I've talked about some ways to help people manage or find what stream of content they should get into, you know, that's really doable with technology to help people assess when they get into a space, even if they have no one-on-one interaction with a coach, even if it's a completely self-paced experience. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, getting people to develop new habits and try stuff and just get into the material and feel comfortable is so much more effective than lecturing at people or telling them what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have much of that. You know, you don't have lecture stuff. It's like, all right, let's get moving. Let's make some food. And it's very tactical 
Yep. It's very tactical, practical, and it inspires action. And I think that's really where the success lies in your programming. Thanks, Manya. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it's funny, you know, analyzing people's businesses. I, I'm always analyzing things, right? It's it's just of course, what I that's do. What with, you do, yeah. With, uh, <laughs> finding the things that make um, you know make learning successful and make learning stick. Um, so you mentioned with your 12 week program that for the for the coaching certification that you've got. Um, you're kind of packing a fair bit into this time frame. So do you have any plans and maybe you don't even want to talk about this? And if so, let me know and we'll edit this chunk out. But do you have any plans for sustainment of these students after your program is done? Like how are, how are you going to develop that ongoing yeah, sustainment or accountability for these coaches after the Absolutely. program? Yeah. So we're actually um, in the process of working that out right now. Um, I mean, this was like everything in business when you first start, it's all a test. It is. Do you agree? Oh yeah. So that's why I called this program, my pilot program. And I, and I Mm -hmm. was, that's good. You should be piloting the first time. Yeah. And that's why I was 100% clear with the people that I invited into this that they got a significant discount because it's very pilot because Vince and I also wanted the chance to, you know, if they were asking specific questions and we maybe didn't have that planned that we would put it in the plan. You know, if, if they're asking for something that we didn't even realize um, that that was the beauty behind it. Cause then we could sort of shift and give them what they wanted. Right. That's right. And then you can pivot and find out the real things and realize, Oh, I thought these people already would have known that. Okay. I got to yes. back it up. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So what we're also finding now is that it is only 12 weeks and we are packing in a lot and we've only touched on nutrition. Um, I also had like a guest expert come in last week, um, Dr. Stephanie Estima, who talked about hormones. Like there's just a lot. And Vince and I are like, you know what? Like we, in our good conscience, we cannot just like leave them <laughs> after 12 weeks and be like, okay, go. Right. Um, so we are planning some sort of mastermind afterwards that they can still come and connect with us once a week. We'll have teachables and we'll be their support for, you know, the clients or the group coaching that they're doing. Um, Yeah. Cause for them, their business isn't going to be developed in 12 weeks. Like that's going to give them their foundation. Yeah. And then there's probably even going to be, you know, level two, level three, like that, that's doable too, right? People do need advanced learning. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few of the girls in the group, like one of the girls has a, has a gym who has clients, right? So she just wants to know how to actually put on these challenges and, and the nutrition side of things. So, I mean, she'd be perfect to move into this program because she would mm-hmm. have us. And um, we're not a hundred percent sure if we're going to do this yet, but we do have a lot of our IP that we've developed over the last, you know, 10 years now yeah. that we might be able to um, create some sort of membership there for anybody that wants to use this stuff we've already created. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. And I yeah. think that's another interesting way that we as entrepreneurs can leverage proper passive income. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, these courses and memberships are not really passive income. I mean, you're putting a ton of effort into them, and that's a little bit of a misnomer, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in the industry. Um, it's not hands off. 
But licensing content can get you as close to that as, as possible. And I've, I've mm-hmm. act, I'm actually doing that with my content. Oh, awesome. I, I have a course that doesn't work as a standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, it teaches people at the beginning stages of how to create learning. But that's not truly what's needed. People really need to know how to sell it first. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a sales expert. So I partner with sales experts. So my offer is just with them. You know, yeah. they sell and they it. can they offer teach. your stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so they, awesome. you know, sales coaches, business coaches, they know how to teach people to sell it and figure out what they want to do. And then when it comes time to making their offer, they get plugged into my course. So you can get into that place, right? Of licensing yeah. your content and it's super useful for people because not everybody wants can to do it or yeah. should make all the content themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. And, and I think, um, and that's sort of what Vince and I are like the feedback we're getting too. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, can I use this? And, um, we're like, yeah, we never really even thought about it, but I mean, that's why this, I, that's why a pilot program, like you were saying is just, it's so key because you're not so set, you know, you can, you can pivot and the people that you're teaching are okay with it because they know that they're in the, that, they got a discount or whatever it yep. is. And they're in, they're in your pilot program. Yep, They're in there to pilot and they're there to give you the right kind of feedback. Um, and I think that's really critical too. I'm just going to give like a little teaching moment here, but when you're in a pilot um, for those who are listening, like plan how you're going to get feedback from who and what your objectives are with that. Because it's not just about, um, you know, we used to call it a smile sheet, like, Hey, did everybody like it? It's not about that. It's actually that, did people learn something from it? What did they learn? Are they able to apply it in their own life now? Can we track that? Can we help them measure that? You know, and and then like, is the program overall working for students? So like, you yeah. really do have to collect feedback in your pilot and plan that in advance going in. Plan what you need to know um, in at least three different levels. Um, I probably have a blog post somewhere that maybe I'll link in here about evaluating your pilot and planning for that. Cause it's really a, an important time to capture as much data as you can. You don't want to yeah. end your pilot and be like, Oh shoot, I should have asked that question. Yeah, no, that's um, a really, that's a really great tip. And even like when we asked at the end, we we ask at the end or we ask during like, is this helpful? Do you, do you need any further explanation? What have you liked the best? And we asked that like every module and every time it's like, they love case studies. So we actually show mm-hmm. like a case study of a strong girl who's transformed what exactly we did. And they love that. So every module we have about two or three case studies. Oh, that's awesome. And you have so much information to be able to have yeah. <laughs> relevant case studies, which adults love when they're learning, right? It has to be relevant and super applicable or they tune out. Um, but you're also taking people to that next level of more complex learning where they can start to break down and analyze something in order to create something new for their own client. So it's exactly. great that you know, you're getting to that level of complexity. Um, oh, I feel like we could just talk about um, <laughs> this stuff and learning forever. Um, that's what I love about connecting with entrepreneurs because... For so long, I've been in the space of um, talking with other learning developers, but never with this entrepreneurial focus. So that's why I'm excited about where the last six months have gone, really, and being able yeah. to talk to entrepreneurs about yeah, what they're so doing exciting. and yeah, yeah, and what works. Because we really are in um, a position of it's critical, right? Will people buy it? A 
Will they buy our courses? Will they get results from it? And will they talk about it and refer? Because that's really where the engine rolls. And I know that's where things really, um, where your business really grew and developed, right? Was through referrals and that like that network of women sharing with other women who you know, wanted to experience the same. So I think that you're going to have great success with this program. Um, is there anything that you want to ask me or that you're curious about? Um, I don't mind giving any tips here in this call if you want from just my yeah. learning perspective. Yeah. So um, actually something that just sort of popped up in my head as we were speaking, um, when you were saying to ask, you know, during your pilot program, ask your students what is you know, what has been helpful or any sort of feedback from themselves. Would you do this in a video style? Would you do it like maybe midway? And then at the end, almost like, cause you know how we're really big on testimonials. So I have to start really, I guess, gearing my testimonials more to this than I'm, I'm used to just doing the body transformation and then writing out their story. Right. So how would you capture their testimonials and would you then include them on like maybe a sales page for your next certification program. For sure. So I let's just talk first about the way that I like to assess people throughout something like this pilot. So I always capture people in a benchmark when they first enter. And I recommend this for people. And, and if that, if that, if you miss that for the first group, build it into your second group. So get a sense of where they're at in four different categories, their knowledge, their skill, their attitude or mindset, and their confidence. So you want to get a sense of where people are in each of those areas coming in. And then you can test them kind of like partway through. So you can ask them another question or ask them to reflect or discuss or share in a video where they're at now. Like, you know, how has your skill set changed or how are you applying the skills you're learning already? So start to ask questions around those four buckets. And then you can also start to ask, you know, some specific information um, for feedback, like how do you find the length of the modules? How is the group call format working for you? Is there anything that you wish we were doing differently? So get specific on the different delivery methods that you have in your program and, and ask about what they like, what's working, what's not, because people will tell you, they'll be like, oh, on the call, I always feel like I am the last one picked and I never feel like I have enough time. And um, I don't really feel confident jumping in there and asking my questions. So like, you never know what's kind of um, sitting in people's feelings and try to make this information collecting anonymous, you know, just do a Google form or something so they can give you some real feedback because um, they probably join because they love you as a person. And so to give you constructive feedback might feel really uncomfortable for them because they don't want to disappoint you or insult you. Um, that's really common. So try to make it anonymous, but then you can gather some of those feedback bits um, where people are excited to share the testimonial or the transformation. So maybe pick like, how has your confidence changed as a result of this program and get mm. them to submit a video through Loom, mm -hmm. you know, or I love Loom. something easy. <laughs> Me too. I love Loom. People don't get text emails as much anymore. I send a lot yeah. of Loom emails. <laughs> And then at the end, try to figure out how you're measuring people from that very first benchmark assessment and try to capture the same kind of information, but at the end of the program. 
So you can measure, you can be like, wow, they went from one in self-reflect, you know, in self-assessment in their confidence level. And now they feel like they're at a nine. That's like a 80% improvement in their confidence level. So you can use some of the data as well in your marketing. But you have to plan like the bookends of your assessment to make sure you're measuring the same thing um, so that you can show that change. Um, you're good at doing that with you know people's um, you know water intake or their measurements or their sleep or you know you're good at doing that with your clients. So just keep that thinking um, when you're going into this group coaching program and how you're assessing people. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I don't think I did that at the beginning, but I did our first, our first module, which, you know, I was like, so excited to just start teaching. It was really just about connection. Everybody Mm -hmm. was, everybody introduced themselves, why they were here. Um, And I was thinking of using those pieces, um, uh, comparing them to like their end testimonial. But yeah, the, the first, I, I feel like that was a huge learning curve for me too. Like the first one, I just wanted to like get in and start teaching, but their mindset was probably so nervous, you know, of of what they got themselves into. So it was just really breaking that barrier down and just being like, we're all here together and everybody introduced themselves and they loved it. So I think, I feel like that's another great tip for somebody who is, is going into, um, you know, teaching or creating a course. Right. And yeah. And I think even if you can just previous to that, you can send out something again, like a Google form or Mm -hmm. um, whatever LMS you're using, whatever learning platform you're using, um, just send out an assessment and think about those four categories, current knowledge, skill set. So ask some quiz questions. Like if somebody was to ask you, you know, to make a program that included these macros or this, that, and the other, what would you say? Or would you pick A, B, C, or D? That's a good way to figure out, do they know? Like, what do they know in nutrition? And like, try to find out where people are with their, with their knowledge, their skill set. get them to rate, you know, their, their confidence, making a, um, a workout plan or a mm-hmm. this or that, and just tr- whatever's important to the learning objectives in your course, you can figure out how do I want to assess them on mm. those learning objectives. This is where it starts feeling more academic, but this is where putting this kind of rigor is actually going to make your program feel more. It's like an accreditation or more like it's a, um, like a post-secondary thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. I get um, it. Yeah. Cause we can put that rigor in our programs and I think we should. That's not very well taught though, but that I'm on a mission to change that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Um, I appreciate this conversation we've had. We've talked yeah, for this has been fun. almost an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks for being here. Oh, and thanks everybody for having me. Check, this so out, fun. Um, check Jennifer out, connect on Instagram, and we'll connect you to some, you know, some links and notes in the show notes. Yeah. I, my website's coachjvb.com. And then we also have strong fitness magazine, strongfitnessmeg.com. And I'm on Instagram a lot. So thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun chatting with you. That's what happens when you get together with fellow entrepreneur. You can like talk for hours about all these geeky business stuff, right? I know. And that's what the (laughs) listeners are here for. So it's great. Yay. Thank you for listening. Please share leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and better yet, connect on social media. It can feel really isolating talking into this mic. It's tough for an extrovert like me. 
So please send me a message and let me know what you think of the show. I welcome feedback and ideas because I too am always learning from you. Thank you.